Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast, the original all-turkey, all-the-time podcast with your co-hosts Andy Galliano and Cameron Weddington. In our weekly podcast, we're going to bring you some wild turkey calling tips like this. From there, we're going to go into, she's aggravated, there's another hen that's challenged her, or she's challenging another hen, she's going to cut an excited yelp. Advice from old pro turkey hunters like this. The turkeys typically don't like, I think, more times than not, to travel in an easterly direction into the sun first thing in the morning, especially after he gets up. It's a blinding thing. It, it, it's just like you. It's hard for you to see into the sun. Mm-hmm. So if I have a choice, I'm going to try to make it so that I'm going to be on the west side in the morning east side in the afternoon of a turkey exciting live hunts like this holy crap they're coming teach you how to cook your bird with advice such as this with some fresh rosemary and garlic and then cool that off and spread that along the inside of that butterflied turkey breast that we've seasoned on both sides wildlife management tips for your property especially with turkeys like this if you look at the type of habitats that turkeys need for nesting and brooding that tends to be habitat that can be managed more successfully with growing season fire than with dormant season fire. And hopefully along the way, we'll get plenty of these. Well, on November the 28th of 1953, I was attached when I popped out of my mom and the baby doctor spanked me on the bottom. I went, oh, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> I like that. Thank you for tuning in, and now, for this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 293, Talking Turkey with Preston Pittman. And I am your co-host, and the guy who had an awesome weekend, despite getting his rear end totally kicked at Mexican train dominoes. And I'm your co-host, and also a guy who got his butt kicked at Mexican train dominoes, but I'm also the guy who's still paying for my many excursions from turkey season. Hmm. Do tell. All the toll booths this year (laughs) are (laughs) mailing me, and my wife thought the Texas ones were spam, so she's been throwing them out. Well, my $2 toll that I owed now is 20 something dollars. Yep. And I just got, I just laid eyes on the first one, and I was like, holy cow. But anyway, I got toll booths in Texas, New Jersey, New York, Maine. I got a traffic ticket in Iowa on my way to Minnesota, which I just threw that in the trash. Ooh, I didn't know about that now. Yeah, it, one of those camera ones, you know? 
Yeah. So I got one in Iowa and one in Tennessee this year, and they're both will make really good fire fuel, and I didn't pay either of them. So I'm not oh, going. Law. Man. Ever since, I can't remember who it was, but as a senator, I think, in Tennessee or somebody like that, he's one of our government officials here in Tennessee. He put up a video on online and he said all right everybody you know when you get one of these traffic violations from a camera that took your picture you know this is exactly what i want you to do with it and then he just lights it on fire and chunks it in the trash can so ever since i saw that i figured i'm good to not do those so you may lose your driving privileges in the state of iowa which (laughs) we're really not all that all that concerned with except i wonder when you go to buy a license to hunt turkeys in Iowa, if you're going to have an issue then. So you're telling me my my U.S. Super Slam, I'm going to get 48 states, and then because of a traffic violation, I'll never be able to get that last state legally. A traffic violation back in 2020. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I've, I've read up on it, and apparently they they can't, they can't prove who was driving the vehicle. So how are they going to prove that you're guilty? So That's why you're supposed to tell them who was driving the vehicle. And if it was not you, you're supposed to say, that was not me driving. That was so-and-so who was driving. Well, I'll give you a call if the uh, Iowa police come breaking down my door. But I think they got bigger fish to fry in this world than hunt me down. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of them <laughs> unemployed here before too long. You know, since we're going to defund all of the police departments. Yeah, that's going to go great. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. So we don't want to get too political on here. Absolutely not. Nope. There's plenty of podcasts that are political. Yep. They don't need our two cents. No. Well, tell me how long we got, Andy. I'm freaking sad. It's still too long, but getting closer all the time. Best I can tell is we are 275 days, 10 hours, 11 minutes, and 8 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season 2021 in Alabama. In Tennessee, we are 288 days, 9 hours and 47 minutes from opening day of spring gobbler season in the volunteer state. Man. Too many days, man. Well, you know, I'm sitting here looking at it, doing a little bit of math. 275 days, you know, a human being can have another human being. In that length of time. Won't be me. (laughs) I didn't know you and Tammy were trying. (laughs) Oh, one of these days I'll tell you a funny story. It will not be on this podcast, but I will tell you a funny story (laughs) about that. So, and if any of you guys catch me out sometime away from the podcast and away from the microphone, and you can remember to ask me the funny story about one of the hunting club members when I was a kid who had gotten recently remarried at the time. I will be glad to share the story with you, but it will not be on this show. So speaking of this show, we have a pretty darn good episode this week. Heck yeah. And finally, after months of teasing you guys with this owl hooting contest, we have a winner. Have a victor. And we're going to save it and let you guys hear who the winner is in the interview that we have today with Preston Pittman because we are talking turkey with Preston today. And we cover a pretty wide range of topics 
in this call and you know Preston never disappoints I mean he he brings it every time he comes on the show and so one of the reasons like it's natural or something yeah exactly (laughs) exactly and that's one of the reasons why personally I love having him on the show and you know you add on to that the fact that he's just generally a great guy and you know it's it's hard to beat an interview with Preston Pittman. So what do you think? Should we kind of tee it up a little bit with the final two entries in the Owl Hooting Contest and then let Preston tell us who wins in the I interview? think so. And and thank you to everyone who submitted. Yes. There were a lot of good submissions. And then Andy and I whittled it down to these two fellas. And Great natural voice owl hooters out there. It's good to hear because I got to tell you, when I'm actually in the woods hunting, I haven't heard very many good ones. So I appreciate all the submissions, good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. Enjoyed it. That was fun. And you know, I don't know if it's, it just really kind of seems to be something new to me. I have been hearing fewer and fewer natural voice hooters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seems like every year. And, I don't, maybe it's my imagination, but you know, you guys out there have, at least in, with my observation has been that you guys out there have been buying a bunch of owl hooters and blowing those out in the woods, but we got some great entries with natural voice. Do you want to tell everybody who our two finalists are before we get going? Yeah. So finalist number one was David Falk and he Submitted on his drive home from a turkey hunt. I think he killed a turkey in Oklahoma and then shot one in Missouri the next day is what he said in his precursor to his video. And he had a dang good hoot. So he's finalist numero uno. And then our second finalist is Rodney Gilbert. And I didn't get his full name until now. So on the show, you'll hear we refer to him as something else. But Rodney Gilbert... And David Falk, you are the two finalists. And so Preston Pittman has chosen one of you. <laughs> All right. Let's cue it up and let's reveal the big winner of the Owl Hooting Contest and the one-of-one one custom turkey call made by Preston Pittman himself. And then how about we see everybody on the other side? That sounds like a plan to me. I can't wait to hear it. And y'all listen in, because anytime Preston talks, you need to be listening. They just don't make them like that anymore. So we got some great info. Listen up. Hey, everybody. I've got some good news for you today. Cameron and I have delayed and delayed and delayed, but we finally have the man with the plan on the phone today who's going to settle this dispute about who the best owl hooter is in all of turkey hunter podcast land wow yeah yeah absolutely so maybe this person will hold the title for a year or they he may hold it forever but i'm excited about having preston on today because well i'm gonna get him to plug his ears for a second it's Preston Pittman. What's not to be excited about having Preston Pittman on the show? Oh, gosh. You heard well, that? You know what it sounds to me like? I heard that. You know what it sounds to me like? <laughs> it sounds to me like you just threw me up underneath the bus because I'm fixing to make somebody real happy, and I'm fixing to make somebody madder than Scott at me. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, I don't know that anybody's going to be mad or snot at you, but 
Yeah, I'm sure somebody's going to be disappointed to know they're in the top two and didn't quite get there. But, hey, we can't all be winners, despite what the population or the majority of population says today. There can only be one winner. And to quote Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last. participation trophies on the turkey hunter podcast oh, no. heck no so you just said you were ready to hear some owl hooting let's hear it yeah. all right well then let's see here i'm pulling up the first one now and i think i need to get a name to go with this entry so don't give me a name we're gonna go number one and number two okay you can give me names that's right because in case i know one. yeah Number one might live in your neighborhood, so we don't want your your house egged. Okay. Number one might be me. You never know. So here comes number one. Oh, let me turn it up here. Here's my uh, here's my best out there. Entry number one. Entry number two. I think the acoustics may be a little poor on this one, but I know Preston knows how to judge these and ignore acoustics, but here we go. I think this one's a little longer. That was not part of it. number two so they both are very good they are they both are natural voice callers that's great to hear but i'm gonna have to edge towards number two and the only reason why is because he can put the role in it and number one did not put the role but i have some advice from number two who to me is the winner he needs to work a little bit more on his cream and get a little bit higher pitch note but I still got to lean towards number two. But number one, you did a wonderful job. Fantastic. So, All right. Cameron, you know who the number two entry is because you and I have listened to these quite a few times, but that's the one I don't think we have a name for. We just yes. have his Instagram handle. He sent me a message on Instagram with his entry, but his name isn't on Instagram. So, so we're going to call him Mizzou T-shirt guy for right now. <laughs> Your handle on Instagram. <laughs> His handle on Instagram is Rod G Two Mizzou. That is our winner, and our runner-up was David Falk. Yeah, and now we got some really good entries, and Cameron and I narrowed it down to these two guys because they were the most realistic sounding you know whether it was tempo or the pitch of the call whatever you know some of these 
calls got ruled out, you know, for those reasons. And I will never claim to be as good a judge at judging calling than Preston Pittman, who has probably judged. Just take a wild stab at how many how many calling contests you've been a judge in. Oh, one or three. <laughs> oh, good gosh. I've seen you judge three, so I know it's more than that. <laughs> uh, well, let me put it to you like this. I've judged the world, all divisions of the world. I've judged all divisions of the Grand National. I've judged all divisions of the National. And I've judged some divisions in the U.S. Open. And then you can go down from there to state, regionals, districts, so on and so forth. Yeah. I don't know. A bunch. A bunch of them. And, a whole bunch. And I doubt anyone on this call needs to hear your qualifications for judging. And it doesn't really matter. Because Cameron and I said you are the judge. And here you are. The judge has slammed the gavel down, and Mizzou T-shirt guy well, I tell you what, is getting. A... I, 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 will, I will give you. I will give you. Give the people this much background, and I really don't like to talk. About. There were five divisions of the World Turkey Calling Championship: Natural Boys, Two Man Team, Champion of Champions. You know, anyway, there's five different divisions. As far as I know, I'm the only person who has ever won all five. And I have, you know what? I, I did. I won the World Owl Hooping Championship years and years and years ago whenever I had uh, hair on my head. So I've got a first and a second place in the uh, World Championship in Owl Hooping. So I think I might know what a turkey night owl sounds like most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you probably spent more than 30 or 45 minutes in the woods, too, and, and may have heard a real owl and a real turkey. So... I've had my hats knocked off. I've had my hats knocked off. Yeah, yeah. I bet. So, Mizzou t-shirt guy is, we're going to get the two of you hooked up, and I'll let you know what his name is, but he's going to get with you, and you're going to make him a one-of-one custom box call, which is going to be cool, and I can't wait to see it when it's done. That is going to well, what you what you need to do is you need to give him my cell phone number. You got it. Let him call me and recognize himself as to where he got this from. And then what happens is we just and I kind of say this as a joke, but I could probably do it. If he wants a donkey jumping over an alligator with a rattlesnake in his mouth trying to land on a butterfly, I can pretty darn well make that happen. <laughs> I hope he wants that. <laughs> you like that, nigga? But what you try, I what I try to do? Well, I try. I try to pick their brain. If they, uh, if, if if they're a great, uh, if they used to play football and their number was number six, but they like to fish, you know, I might take a spinning reel and put a guy on a bank fishing, and somewhere on the boat it might have number six or even on the reel. I might put number six. Mm. So that's what makes them truly one of ones is the individual. We talk back and forth. Then I bring it up on the computer screen, screen, and then I'll take my cell phone, take a picture of it, text it to them, and they go, yeah, I like that, but, you know, I wish I had a feather laying on the ground that just fell out of the turkey. No problem. Go back. So we customize it, uh, and I'll be doing this, and I'll customize it to the individual of what they like. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's awesome. So is this service and this one-of-one custom 
call option available for anyone and everyone who would want to call you to get one? Let me just get through the mad news first. Yes, they're two hundred dollars a piece. Okay. I'm not going. I'm not going to spend the time. No. Unless I get the reward. Absolutely. You know, because it this it's going to take me a couple of hours, basically, to set the laser up and to get it lasered and go back and forth. Usually somewhere between two and three hours of my time is what you're looking at, mm-hmm. and that's what you're paying for. I mean, in, in reality, it, it's it's more about the time. It's got to be good for most of you. Yeah, so right, and, and, and I want to make it just what I say it is. I want it to be a one-of-one for that particular individual. And if they were to start getting close to somebody else that I've done, I would tell them, no, we need to do something a little bit different. Uh, we need to add a feather, take a feather out, put tracks around it. You said you like the saltwater fish. That's how the boat and the turkey standing on the back of it uh, with a sailfish on the end of the line. You know, it depends on whether you want it serious or funny. Uh, I've had grandparents do that. Now, we offer something on the website. This particular, what we're talking about now, you have to email me direct, and that's Preston at PittmanGameCalls.com. That's the only way. You've got to get me. I'm not going to get my cell phone number out over there. So it's Preston at PittmanGameCalls.com. Don't be surprised if it takes me three days to get in touch with you. I am an old part. I hate email, but we'll start there. And email me your name and email me your cell phone number or a number I can get you at and that you're interested in the one-on-one call. That's the way that would work. Very cool. Yeah, I'm sure there's... I didn't know I was going to get a darn commercial out of this. (laughs) Well, you know, you've done something that not a lot of people who come on this show to be interviewed to share their knowledge about turkey hunting and everything else, you've you've offered something that not a lot of people that have that have been on the show have offered. And so I I only feel like it's fair for me to ask you that question of is this available to everyone else? Because there are I'm sure other people who would want a call like that, whether it's you know, to remember their grandfather that taught them how to turkey sure. hunt or there you go. You know, anything like that. And, and look, $200, it's a lot of money, but $200 is not a lot of money, you know, and, and I, I know I just spoke out of both sides of my mouth, but for something I, like I that, a that. custom call, it's really not. So anyway, um, no, I, I thank you and Cameron thanks you. I know Absolutely. too, for, for offering to do this. We had fun going through some of these videos that we got some of them were were quite funny because they were trying to be funny and the majority of them were were you know being were serious entries and we judged them all very seriously no one look if you if you are brave enough to do a natural voice owl hoot and send it to two people you don't know who have told you we were not going to put this on the show and make fun of anybody and you trusted us to do that, then we're respecting that. And so, awesome. you know, we, awesome. we had a lot of fun with it and I appreciate you making that offer. That was, it was, it well, was let me tell you what, cool. I'm already dreaming. I'm already dreaming. Cameron, remind me of this when it starts getting close to uh turkey season next year. We're going to do another prize. I don't know what it's going to be, but we're going to do something else. How about that? 
I'll remember. I like it. Awesome. Thank you. And well, you know, I, I I would probably be insulted because you told the young guy to remember something, but <laughs> you're you're smart. You know, I'm not going to remember anything. So you, you did right. I'm been around you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. So tell everybody how your season went because, you know, we had this huge curveball thrown at all of us. But right, here's, here's what I found out this turkey season. I am 66 years old. I can barely do fourth grade math. And once you get into the sixth grade, excuse my French, I'm screwed. You know what that means? That means that different... We have almost a compound, okay? Father-in-law, three stepdaughters, four grandchildren, all live within walking distance. So we all did intermingle, you know what yeah. I'm trying to say. But at the same time, we could, uh, one person could go somewhere and get the groceries or whatever it may be, yeah. okay? So we self-quarantined ourselves, and some of them still had to work occasionally, so Peepaw, who is me, became the official babysitter, and I loved it. I make no bones about it. Mm-hmm. Now, the negative part is, is I have a fifth grandchild that lives down in Hasburg, and I wish that she could have been there yeah. also. So my turkey season this year was little or none, but I own, everybody thinks I'm some kind of millionaire, Florida border. We were still going to try to slip in there with the first part of the season, 
remember the gentleman I was staying with, his assistant came down with the virus. Hmm. And Nebraska closes, Kansas closes, Tennessee shut the uh, Tennessee governor's hunt down. So I didn't travel this year, and I didn't see but a handful of birds die, half a dozen or so, which is the worst year I've had probably since the first or second year I ever started turkey Yeah. Wow. But it was the best. But it was the best. Yeah. Well, I totally get that because I didn't I didn't see a whole lot of birds die either, but I, I there were plenty of opportunities and I got to watch a lot of turkeys. And you know, I, I I'm with you. I, I could have seen a lot more flop and didn't. You want let me tell you what. And, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna classify this as a lesson, okay? Of course we all want our children, our grandchildren to have a good time and be able to harvest a bird. That's a gimme, okay? But after they harvest a bird or two, granddaddies, daddies, mamas, grandmamas, instead of finding the easiest bird that you can possibly find for them, let them go ahead and kill one or two. That's not what I'm saying. Let them go ahead and get, as I say, the little, little devil off your shoulder and, and, and kill them one or two. Put them on some birds to where they can get a true education, to where odds are you're not going to kill the bird. Odds are that you can teach them and whisper to them and mm-hmm. tell them what's going on and give them the reasons why you didn't harvest the bird. Uh, that is so, I mean, I, I really got to experience it this year at 66, better than any time I've ever got to experience it. And it turned into a love hate, which we all do know when we get one of them birds that whoops our rear end. But I don't know how many times with people, what happened? People, what could we have done different? People, what are we going to do tomorrow? Well, people, what about this? And you're going, they're getting it. She's yeah. getting it. You know, she's understanding. She's learning from the same way that I learned. She's learning from the birds themselves. That is so, so valuable to a youngster coming up. They do not. I might get some slack on this. They absolutely do not be able to harvest a bird, deer, squirrel, coon, possum, orangutan every time mm-hmm. they go. They need to learn it. It doesn't happen that way all the time. That's my lesson for today. I like it. Very much so. Well, I'm glad you had a good year. And, you know, I hope that next year we don't have to deal with this covid issue and we can all get back to hunting as we normally would hunt and hopefully for you that'll still include some hunting with the grandkids oh definitely oh houdini we named him houdini he goes oh he's gonna die and he's gonna die with i don't even know the name brand but it looks like a little cricket 22 410 that when you put the by the way i'm gonna touch on something I want to make something perfectly clear before I say this. That TSS to me is one of the best things, but could be one of the worst things that ever came out. Worst thing being, for God's sake, I'll be careful to know what you're shooting at. This stuff is yeah. deadly. That's the best stuff to me that has hit, has hit the market. It, it, the, the patterns are so much denser. They're so much tighter. There's so many more pellets because you can drop down to a small pellet. Could it possibly give you a little more range? Yeah, but that, that's not what it's all about. It's not about trying to kill a blanky-blank turkey at 100 yards with a shotgun. Y'all folks that are doing that, you're 
happened too many murders. Quick. Bring it back into a reasonable distance that you know what you're done safely every time we'll harvest a gun. But to give you an example, here's what happened with a little 410 single barrel shotgun. We put some number sixes in there, just regular lead sixes in shot. And she had a pretty decent pattern out to about 18, 20 yards. Mm-hmm. I got some TSS input in there, and with, with the penetration, with the density of the pattern, she now has a 35 yard gun wow. that weighs nothing that she can move and maneuver. And I think it was 57 pellets she was putting in the head and neck at 35 yards. Yes. I asked that, I'm not going to yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. The, the four tens yeah. with the TSS loads and these modern day chokes are super deadly out to their range. Oh, you mean like a good, you mean like a good, here you go, commercial, you mean like a good jet? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's what I'm shooting. I am an apex and a gym man. And you still have to waste a little bit oh, of money. Yeah. Well, maybe a lot of money. You still need to pattern your gun. You need to know what your gun would do at any given distance. That's exactly right. You need to study the ballistics. You need to quit trying to shoot shoot too darn far. Well, you don't know this, but you've opened up a can of worms that uh, I see Cameron's face in that can of worms too. So I'm going to let Cameron (laughs) jump in and and chime in on you or with you on the. shooting turkeys at a distance and all right that is all that we have for you guys for the free portion of this week's episode of the turkey hunter podcast if you would like to hear the rest of the interview with preston Pittman, you can do that in one of two ways cameron would you like to share the first way that they can do it the first way you can do it is you can buy a single episode, the rest of this episode with Preston Pittman, and you'll get to hear us continue to talk about all things turkey with one of the legends. And the way you do that is you go to our website, IamTurkeyHunting.com, and you're going to find this episode number followed by the letters PS. That stands for Premium Single. You will purchase this episode for the whopping 99 cent charge, and you'll be able to hear the remainder of this one episode. You can also do that for any past episodes that end in PS. Those are single episodes that you can buy. And then, if you want to go the more permanent route, Andy, tell us how you can get a bunch of content. The more gooder way of doing it. The most goodest way. The most goodest way to do it would be to become an annual subscriber to the premium content of the turkey hunter podcast and how you do that is text the word turkey hunter make it one word with no spaces and text it to the number 44222 after you do that i'm going to email you a link that you can click on that will take you to the Podbean application where you can create your username and password and pay the $18 per year annual subscription. Your $18 for your subscription is going to get you not only the rest of this week's episode, but it will also get you the premium content for all of our past episodes, and there's a little over three years' worth of premium 
content that's locked up in our past episodes. And it's going to get you the premium content for the next 52 weeks. There's a bunch of content that you're going to have access to being an annual premium subscriber. And you can get it all for 18 bucks. That's hard to beat. Hard to beat. All right. That was, as always, entertaining. And, you know, I think you and I also picked Rodney in our heads as the winner as well. So, it, yeah, it, he you know, really did it well. Yeah. And, and I like how Preston gave a critique also, you know, hey, you won, but you could still get better kind of thing. And I think that's always a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is something I think we all as hunters want to know. Yeah, I mean, I know there's certain folks who don't like hearing critiques, but Preston Pittman wants to give me ideas on how I can make myself a better hooter or turkey caller. Please, please (laughs) feel free. No doubt. No doubt. So I'm just talking out loud and this may end up getting edited out of the show, but I wonder if next year before season starts, we should have some folks send in some clips of them calling, doing actual turkey calls, whether it's a diaphragm or pot and peg call or box call. And maybe we let Preston offer some critiques for those lucky people that... Wow, I like that idea a lot. As long as I can put my hat in the ring. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Why not? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be worth a lot of money to be able to get Preston Pittman to critique your calling, in my opinion. That'd be worth like at least 18 bucks a year annually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> That's hilarious. Or 99 cents for one full episode. <laughs> oh, oh, too funny. All right, man. Well... I think, think that's that, all we got. Yeah, I think that pretty well wraps it up for the week. And you've already been in touch with Rodney, is that correct? I have messaged him. He knows he's a finalist. Okay. He doesn't know yet. I'm assuming uh, I'll get a message back from Rodney when he knows. That's awesome. So I would say if by this time next week you don't hear back from Rodney, maybe you should message him and do you you don't have Preston's cell number, do you? So I need to send you Preston's cell number so you can give it to Rodney. Yes. Okay. And if I don't hear from Rodney, I might call Preston, change my voice a little, and order a call to my address. So Rodney, you better be getting in touch with Cameron pretty quickly. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a good show. I think for the old souls of turkey hunting, you can't you can't help but love listening to Preston Pittman talk. So I, I think that was great. And look forward to hearing from you, Rodney. Congrats on winning. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening in. Yeah, congratulations, Rodney. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. 
and stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.